then that was still unfeeling, and I was just like, at some point we gotta just get this thing together because I ain't wanted to be cute like ghetto for real, for real. Like, no, because nigga, y'all got the little fake grass in that hole. Oh yeah, the turf, the turf goes crazy. Oh, I'm sorry, turf. The proper term, <laughs> niggas call it fake grass. No, yeah, the turf and shit be hard, bro. Like, definitely fuck with it, man. Y'all got y'all got your banner. Y'all got that shit by Jamari up, like. Yeah. So we um we actually about to start like actually curating like uh, sections of the area to really showcase artists uh to also just give it something like a staple because we used to have the records and people like the records and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw y'all took them down last time I was there. Yeah, so that was really just we were shooting so much stuff and we didn't want to keep getting the same Backdrop. feel for everything. Yeah, so we just take them down, but we're gonna put them back up just so when people come in there, you have the ability to just take pictures in multiple places for real. For it's a, a whole experience rather than just feeling like you're going to somebody's like garage or basement. Yeah, because not to tell on myself, I was there last night. <laughs> I was like, oh damn, they took all these po- all these shits down because y'all had y'all didn't just have the hype fucking records. Y'all had records that like niggas was like, damn, they got this bitch yeah, like variety. So the wild shit, I actually got I got half of those records from my homie Jr. King Bias, he used to be a producer, crazy. Um, but his grandma had him. He actually just brought him to my crib on some shit and left him and never came back. Hey, shit. <laughs> so What's yours point, is mine, <laughs> nigga. At that point, I ain't gonna lie to you, I had them records for like years now. Like, And then the other ones, I was at the dump. So I was like, I had did some work on the crib and I was like taking some stuff to the dump. And bro had like a case in them joints and was about to throw them bitches out. I'm like, bro, you about to throw these away. He like, yeah, he like, uh, his shorty had took some of them out and broke them. So he like, shit, I'm just throw all them bitches away. That's some, yeah, that's some fuck shit. That hurt my soul <laughs> just hearing that. Cause some of them bitches is like history. Like, I y'all had like a Bootsy Collins one on the wall. Y'all yeah, had all types of shit. It was just like, damn, like it can't be too many of these even still just in niggas' cribs like that. Yeah. So that's the thing. So I was just like, okay, cool. I'm gonna just continue to collect them. And then one day. Like, okay, we need to do something. And we had it in the production office or something. Um, because that's where we were shooting the content. And then we did it in the basement because it was a lot bigger, a lot more spacious. And, you know, it uh, gave us room to, like, breathe for real. Uh, so we moved it to the basement. Swing that a little bit closer to you. That shit's sick. I just want to make yep. sure we're picking up everything you're talking about. And then after we moved from the production office, we put them in the basement. Uh, that was. Yeah, so that, so with that, if you don't know, we are back. Another episode of Couch Conversations. Today I got the man, the myth, the legend, the blueprint for a lot of niggas. A dude that gave gave niggas in the pandemic a place to be creative themselves, create content, all types of shit. The one, the only, DB. Man, what's going on? <coughs> As he said, I'm DB. Um, my real name is Deshaun Bennett. For real, for real. I ain't um, know if you wanted to put your shit out there uh, like it that. It is what it is, because I ain't going to lie to you. Some people call me Sean. Some people call me Deshaun, like, depending on, like, how close you know me. Um, and then most people know me as DB, though. So, but, you know, for folks who don't know, all my most of my siblings got the same initials. So, I mean, really, all of us DB, for real. So, hey, it's like that in my family, too. It's like that in my family, too. Like, uh, my uncle, his name, T.C., Daughter named TC, his son named TC. Yeah, 
Yeah. So it's like, yeah, niggas be doing that shit. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna fuck with it. Like my my dad named all his kids Edmund's initials, and then my mom, like on the girl, the girls got my mom's initials. Um, it's cool and all, but I don't. Think it's I'm cool. Gonna do it's cool, but I'm not doing the shit either. Cause my mom is Dorsetta Jordan. I'm Dalvin Jordan. My grandma was Dorothy Jordan. So it's like, yeah, bro. Uh, my son gonna have to have another name. Like I don't <laughs> no, care how cool the D shit is. But the weird thing is, my mom didn't even name me. Who named you, your grandma? No, my uh, my uh, what's it called? Godmother. My okay. godmother named me. So yeah, Jodeci was real hot in '98. Say that. Yeah, but it was it was weird finding that out. I was because you know when you real young. Well, I don't know if they was doing this when you was in in the ma- in the majors, but like third grade, we had to look up what our name meant. And, like, do a whole little board about the shit. So I looked my shit up. Dalvin, I found nothing. So I just went to Google Images and was, like, I clicked on a, jo- a picture of Jodeci. and was like, who the fuck is this? So I played some of their music. And I was like, oh, my mom done played this shit before. So I go home. I'm like, hey, mom. She's like, yeah, my friend named you that. I didn't really care. Like, she she gave me my middle name. But That's crazy. Yeah, Mr. Dalvin was, was my <laughs> My shout out. Hey, some wild shit about names. So I got a twin, a twin brother from for people who don't know. And my the doctors thought we was gonna be girls at first. Um and so my dad name is Douglas, right? Okay. So of course back in that time, niggas wanted to always put their name in their kid's name no matter what it is. So this nigga was about to name us Dougletha and Douglisha. Okay, I want you to know. I'd have the same respect for you if you were a woman. But if you came in this bitch and your name was Doug Alicia and I found out here, oh, it's over with. The whole episode would have been Doug Alicia is on the couch, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, bro, no way this nigga was serious with that. I'm so happy, though, that you, like, that you came out of bed and he now decided Deshaun was the name. So what's your brother name? <coughs> My brother named Deontay. And so. That's so far. from He could have named one of you Douglas. Yeah, but it was two of us. So he didn't want to, like. He, y'all was twins. He didn't want to be like Douglas the second and the second nigga that came out. Yeah, so they they thought about Doug and Douglas, but it's like that's bro, too the, close. The, the nickname is gonna be Doug or like something short for that. So, and my uncle name is Keyshawn, so my mama name is Deshawn. Okay, that's dope. Yeah. All right, so yeah, um, you from Arkansas? I found that out today. Um, shout out Little Rock. Shout out the Little Rock Nine. Shout out oh. everything happening down there. The Razorbacks, whatever else y'all got. Shit, we got Walmart. We got the Clins. You know, he a real. Uh, the Clins? Who's the Clins? The Clins. Bill Clinton. A real. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. They Bill Clinton does have a little museum down there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tyson's. So if y'all ever eat the, the chicken in the bags, they'll be in the freezer section. Yeah. Walmart, Sam's Club. Stop playing. Stop hey, man. Shout out to the Waltons. The Waltons, for sure. Yeah. Pumping that money up there. Shout out my boy BP, Bobby Portis. You know, got that ring. Hey, if I if I had known you was from Arkansas, I got a shirt from Arkansas in my room somewhere. I would have put it on the table, gave oh, you yeah. a little. But what's on the table today, because that's a segment niggas have, uh, is the script for Beginning of the Summer, the movie that is, well, the short film that is coming out later this year. And um, well, go watch Kev, Kevoski's interview. It's out n- It's out now everywhere. Seven, seven different Podcast platforms plus YouTube. That's YouTube.com backslash Couch Conversations. And then if you look up Couch Conversations on 
Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you at, we there too. Shout out the gang. Yeah, man. So, DB, tell me about how you you told me how you got the records, which was dope. It was iconic. Y'all said y'all bringing that shit back. Tell me how you you went. Because when I first heard about Sovereign Sounds, y'all were just a management company. Sure. Y'all managed my boy Cat Finesse. Uh, I called a nigga Josh Porter, his real name. You feel me? Shout out Cap. Shout out Cap for just uh, nigga just got his realtor license. Shout out him. So yeah, shout out Cap. Come on the show, brother. Hey, but my yeah. boy making that paper for real. Yeah, for sure. Tell me how. Tell me how you went from a management comp. Well, tell me how you went from Morehouse to a management company to the shit y'all are now working with niggas like DJ Drum, Massetti Hendrix, all types of big names. Uh, so. I ain't gonna lie to you, I never wanted to really be in, in entertainment, for real, for real. Like, the music, entertainment space was cool, but it was always too much for me. Like, I'm real one of those, like, behind-the-scenes type of persons, or people, for real. Um, but I've always been in music. Like, I was in, in band in, in grade school and high school. What instrument you play? I played the tuba. So I started off on baritone. Was you a bigger nigga? No, nah, I was just the biggest I done been for. Oh, I was like, nigga, most tuba niggas, I only know one skinny tuba player, and he used to hide his weed in his tuba. That's ham. Yeah, like that ass. He, like, fuck. He ha- he used to put. He used to have his bag, his sack of weed, and he used to put that bitch in the in the big part of the tuba. And then you know, whenever whenever it was time for a break or we was uh we was on the way, he would just you know pull it out the bag, smoke it smoke it halftime, and then we had third quarters off, so he'd smoke. Of course. And then come back fourth quarter, play final countdown, fucking. Seven Nation Army, whatever fuck we had to play yeah, in the fourth quarter. Four style school, huh? I went to a, I went to a school. Okay. My school was an agricultural school. We had all, t- we had cow, we had cows like I could see cows from my classroom type shit. So we was, we was just all over the place. Uh, and then it was like no, we had no gates because it was like nigga, our school was on like a thirty acre lot. So literally, if we had fuck. Nigga, you you run away from school, you want to, you gonna pull up at a white a random white person's house, which was dangerous for us because we was in Mississippi, or you gonna pull up at the Big K, which is a fucking uh, I can't think of the actual name, but it's a gas station, gas and we just called it. And then the clo- the closest business to us was a feed store, and the only thing you getting in that bitch is cow feed, honey buns, and Mister Pill. That was all that was in this whole store. Oh sir, my school was uh. Niggas used to walk off that bitch at lunchtime, come back. It was damn near open campus for real, like, but it was a public school. So yeah, tell me a little bit more about Arkansas, nigga. Cause I when I the one time I went, literally I pulled up. This was before Corona, so we was we was we was just out. I saw the school, I saw the museum, but like, what's? And my mom got some hair from the beauty supply store, but other than that, sure. I don't really know shit about Little Rock. So Little Rock is, is cool. So I grew up, I was born in Little Rock, raised on the north side. Um, it's it's kind of what you would think about for real. Any southern city is just smaller, for real, for real. But it's it's kind of like the a country ghetto. When I tell people, people say like, oh, inner city, you know, uh, poor. But when you're talking about like a smaller town, a smaller city, smaller state, like poor is a different type of thing. Oh, you no. Know, when you I tell Atlanta, niggas I'm from the poorest part. Of the poorest state, nigga, like, it's different. Like, it's, it's super different. And you know that because you're from Mississippi and shit, but it's like, you know, being poor in the, in the country or the south, for real, for real, 
it's some like nigga being poor is worse when you're not near anything. Like these niggas is poor and it's fucking fields near them. It's y'all niggas is poor and you can go up the street to Buckhead. It's different, super different. Um, so niggas really uh just kind of in high school just moved around for real. So I ain't never spent a like teen summer. In Little Rock or nothing like that, I was always, like, gone at a little camp. I did research in Seattle when I was, like, a junior and senior in high school. Oh. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm that guy, for real, for real. I mean, but nigga, you went to Morehouse. Degree. I assumed you was that nigga. You got, nigga got a graduate degree. Do not get it twisted in this bitch. Too well. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Let, let me correct myself. This nigga got two graduate degrees and the Morehouse degree. If you've never been to Morehouse, I suggest you pull up. You see what we talking about. And... If the if you are so blessed enough to see the skit where they drop our degree on them other niggas and watch that bitch burn, nigga, you know what we up. like that. You feel me? But yeah, bro. So you did research in Seattle as a junior and senior high school. Keep Genetics going. research. Um, what kind of research? Genetics. So I was really interested in like uh, like you said, a lot of niggas go to Morehouse is a bio nigga, um, for real, for real. They really be interested in bio, but I was. On there early for real, but I was more interested in chemistry than anything. Um, came to Morehouse for real. My my twin brother had went to Swanee, like the University of the South, which is like a, a white school in Tennessee. Real good, like nation, one of the nation's best, like liberal arts schools and stuff like that. So we was always for real, for real. Like we stayed in the hood. We moved from the projects to like two blocks from the projects to like my mom had a bottle crib, um, like literally across the streets from the project. So let's say for instance. That's the projects right here. Literally, my house at the end of the, you know, it's just a street across. Yeah, it's like, like deal. we 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 live in the, we live by the projects. We don't live in the projects. Yeah, exactly. Come on now. Yeah, we but, live by that bitch. You know, so it was a uh, my mom raised us for real. My my pops was killed when I was uh in the sixth grade and stuff like that. So my mom really raised us by herself. Uh, my mom also raised like a lot of my cousins and stuff like that. So they stayed with us. So the real the southern shit. Was, boy, she wants to captain save a hoe and fucking saved everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I I know I know the feeling because it's like when you're young and you don't quite understand the responsibilities that the person that quote unquote made it has. It's like, damn, why is all these niggas at my crib eating my? Uh, it's like you, my mama, fuck them. I mean, they're my cousins, but like you, I had some real fights with my cousins, nigga. Bro, no cap. At one point in time, my mom had a three bedroom. I mean, it was just me, my twin brother, and my sister. Um, at first, and then at, at, at one point, bro, no cap, it was like nine folks staying at, at the crib, for real, for real, in the three-bedroom, and it's like, bro, like, what the fuck, and then they left, and then my other cousin came, and then my other cousin came, and no cap, like, <coughs> and people, that's, I, I really feel like that's part of, like, one of the reasons why I am how I am today, for real, for real, because that's always been the case, like, it's always been a lot of people around me, it's always been a lot of people at the crib, like, Niggas always cook for, like, hella people or whatever the case may be. Um, and that's a, just kind of how we was. It was really like a, a a village type of thing, for real, for real. Um, and me and my brother was one of those people who we had to make it out. And my sister, for real. Um, but we had to make it out. Like, we was in the hood. And we was on hood shit. Like, I can't even lie and say that we wasn't, but we also. I mean, niggas on hood <laughs> shit, but them books got done. For sure. Like, and that was the one of the things I, I really say is that. I always excel academically. Like, I've always been a, a pretty bright student. Like, I'm both, like, you know, street smart and book smart, for real, for real. Like, I've always been given, like, standardized tests. If 
things like that. So for for me, like learning was always something that was fun because I was a smart ass, like, but I can back my shit up. Oh, I feel oh I feel so, the smart ass shit. All my know, teachers like, was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's the thing, and so and, and one of the things I say, like my people always allow me the ability to express how I felt. You That's know? dope. Because um, I've always been in tune with my emotions. Like, I'm not an emotional nigga, but I'm very in tune with how I feel. Like, I'm very in tune with how you make me feel or, or how this made me feel or X, Y, Z. And I've always been able to express that. So I, you know, never really <coughs> been the type to, to not do that. You know, and some teachers would be like, oh, that's disrespectful. And, and the way my parents, you know, saw was like, nah, he's just expressing how he feel. And he should be able to do that. You know, like, as long as it's not in no disrespectful way, you should be able to express how you feel. And it'd be cool. No, my mom definitely felt that because, like, being in the South, I had a lot of white teachers. And a couple of teachers, it was like, my mom could tell they was on some shit, even when I couldn't tell they was on some shit. So it was like, I, I never went home. Every time they sent report cards home, progress reports, whatever, that bitch had a note on it about something. And my mom used to write a note right the fuck back and say, whoop de whoop if I need to pull up to the school, we can have a meeting with all. Like, I'll never forget, bro. I was in seventh grade. My mom pulled up to the school. Uh, we got out at like three fifteen. She pulled up at three thirty. All the te- all the te- all the teachers in the seventh grade, the vice principal, the principal, the superintendent, everybody was in that bitch. She had a sit down meeting with everybody. She was like, "Look, my son is getting A's in all your fucking classes, nigga. Doing the fuck out these projects, whatever the fuck y'all giving them. The nigga, y'all say he, one or two of y'all saying he acting up, and then the other two saying he." God's fucking gift to earth. Something ain't working in this bitch, so we gonna figure it out. So she she fucking got everybody right. She was like, look, here's a folder for all y'all. If Dalvin do anything in your class, write in this bitch. He gonna bring it to me, and I'm gonna sign this over every day. So that shit went for like a month. month. Month later, she came back. All the teachers, she was like, all right, now see, I have seen that y'all niggas have not got y'all story straight. Dalvin ain't doing this shit, man. So, yeah, bro, my mom was not going for none of the bullshit. She was I making did. sure. My mom was going to pull up, bro. Like, I was in middle school, crazy as hell. So, my band director, um, black guy, he yeah. went to, like, Southern and stuff like that. Cole, like, he was a good-ass mentor. Shout out Southern University. Like, um, for real, for real, like, great mentor. Um, he the one who really got me to, to switch to tuba because I, I played the baritone at first. Um, and they needed some tuba players. For like for the middle school band, so it was like okay, cool. I guess I'll do it, and then I never went back to it. Uh, but one day he was like, he got pissed at me for something, and he was like, oh, oh that's why you ain't go uh, like he shit. What you gonna be like? Oh, do you want do, do you want fries with that? Oh, come on now, who you talking to? Oh, right. So don't worry about it. You didn't think I hit my mom up real quick? No, on Act- white hand came up there talking bad. My mom is with the shit. Like, Active, bro. Come on now, like. Never going for that. Nah, my like, teacher, my t- the worst that. my teacher ever did when Molly first started getting hot, like niggas was really talking about the shit in songs. Shorty thought we was talking about the OJ trial for some fucking reason in English class. This bitch threw a marker. This bitch threw a marker across the room at me and two other black kids and was like, "Would y'all shut? Would y'all shut up back there? Y'all acting like y'all on Molly or something, nigga." I was so fucking pissed. I shut the fuck up the rest of the day. This is fifth period. We had eight periods. I was quiet the rest of the fucking day. Mad as shit. Nigga, soon as I soon as I get off the bus, I get off the bus in my grandma crib. My mom picked my mom picked me up from my grandma crib. She was like, What's wrong? 
Because I ain't talking, I ain't hungry, none of that. Like, you know, after school, you start, no, nigga, none of that. I'm mad as shit. She was like, what? Nigga, fuck the bus the next morning, nigga. We was we was in the classroom. Yeah, she said, we, because my, nigga, my mom work an hour away from my crib. So it's like, and I'm, so she an hour, and, and then I'm like 10 minutes from my crib to go to school. So she like an hour and 10, 15 minutes away from her job. And, nigga, she work in the school, so. Your school started the same time my school starts. So fuck that. I'm gonna be late today. She pull up, she What is what what is you talking to my son like this for? Then she know the other two kids, cause my granddad run like the community store, so like we know everybody in the shit. So fucking the she like call the other two kids up here. I know both they mamas. I'ma talk for them too. So my home my homie Brad, my homie Kenya, and them niggas came up there. And she was like, All right, now y'all tell the principal. What happened? Cause and they now I ain't talked to these niggas since before I had a phone. So she was like, they ain't seen him since yesterday. And if they tell the same story he just told, it's over with. Nigga, we got that teacher fired. She was gone. She was gone at the end of the week. He like that. Yeah, bro, niggas was not going, bro. That's why I love black women. If you are a strong black woman and you believe in your child, follow that nigga. Now some of you, some of your children. You know, on that bullshit. Yeah, you got it. Now you have to admit that's some shit my son would do versus that's some shit my son wouldn't do. This shit my daughter wouldn't do. But yeah, if you believe your child is right, first of all, get right at home. You feel me? My mom definitely was the. You're not finna have me up here looking stupid. I'm not finna go up here. Come on now. <laughs> and and get educated on these fucking white people, and then I get, and then she like, well, actually. I sent home uh, three write-ups with him, and I did such and such, and nothing, nothing happened. Nah, nigga, you better get it right at home, then pull up to the school, get it right. See, that's crazy, because I ain't going to lie to you. Some of them write-ups, bro. Oh, no, I got wrote up for stupid Oh. Come on, now you know I'm doing it. I got the forgery. Oh, no, no. I, it I, was got a, I got an older sister. Find my name. Don't worry oh, about no. it. Oh, if no. It, it, now, if it was it's write-ups they was going to call home for, and it's write-ups they wasn't going to call home for. If it was some stupid shit, oh, nigga, you know good and goddamn well. Oh, you said detention? That's it? Yeah, mom ain't going to know about this. Boy. Or, no, my gr- my grandma stayed down the street. She she retired. Fuck, she going to pull up. She ain't going to be mad or nothing. She going to be like, what happened? <laughs> oh, that's some bullshit anyway. Come on. Go home. Because I had that relationship with my family. It was like, it's certain shit we're going to tell your mama because it's like either you was fucking up or they was really fucking up. And then in certain shit, it's like, these niggas only did this because of the school you at. If you was at the school down the street, you feel me, they throwing kids in trash cans and shit, you, they wasn't going to say shit to you. You uh, you was just on some chills. Because my granddad fucking, like, my whole family education, my granddad fucking subbed at the bad school. Like, the school, they was, they was fighting niggas, had guns in sixth, seventh grade. Like, tattoos on their neck and shit. So they was like, you not bad, nigga. You might talk a little bit, but you not bad. So your mama ain't got to know about this right up, but it's like. But it's, but it's crazy because in the education system, we really label kids as bad if they have, if I call, say they have behavioral problems if they talk a lot. It's like, no, we just got to teach them how to express themselves in different ways or, you know, how to really manage them being extroverts, right? Yeah. That's a, like, 
a, a character thing and not necessarily like, oh, you have behavior problems. And it's like, no, nah, they're extroverts. Like, you got to teach them how to thrive in environments like yeah. that. In a classroom, that's a structured environment for somebody who is really an introvert or, you know, X, Y, Z. That's why I think sinners are the best thing ever for young children. We use, like, sinners in a classroom, it's like, nigga, okay, you have this center where you talking for 10, 15 minutes, then you got this center, you're on the computer 10, 15 minutes, then you got That's this up. center, you're doing whatever the fuck. Centers was amazing, because it, because I was the kid, nigga, I was finishing some of that bullshit so early, because it's like, it's not, it's not stupid the work we're doing, but it's like, nigga, the work we doing, my mind passed this shit, so once I'm done with this shit, and my ho- I, and I I already got my homie done. So me and my homie done. Boy. So we the two of us done. We back there talking. Then it's a whole thing. No niggas sinners. This what I used to get in trouble for in school for real for real because especially up until I got to like high school for real, like I was one of those people who always kind of finished first for real. Yeah. So especially in like elementary middle school, bro. When I'm done. My mind, like, bored at that point. I'm good. You know, so it's like, shit, I'm going from this to that, and it's like, bro, I got wrote up for that so much. And even in middle school, bro, the principal and my mama was, like, cool for real. So, like, shit, it's like, bro, you ain't even got to call my mama. Like, these folks is tripping for real. And I just send the principal office, no cap. Oh, no, I did that too. Because I got a black black vice principal for one year. And this nigga, it was, I knew he he wasn't going to make it through the year. But he was completely different. He used to go up that bitch, hey, folks tripping over there. Or the ISS teacher. I might just go to the, go straight to ISS. I'm like, hey, because this the ISS teacher, she was this old white lady. She was she was nice. Her son was in my grade. I had been in her house, everything. Shorty gave me a scholarship when I graduated high school. She loved That's me. Tough. Like, Shorty was like, hey, I know them teachers over there tripping. So we, I would just be, be in there chilling all day. She was like, "Your work done? Yeah, you can sit, you can play on my computer, nigga. We was, but I, like, I hated some of the people, but some of the people was cool as fuck. So, definitely shout out the gang. Find the teachers you love. If you watching this show and you one of them teachers niggas love, drop a comment down below and let me know. Like, I'm such and such, and I teach at such and such, and we, you know, I'm that teacher, and we love y'all. Shout out to all the educators for real, for real." Like, tough job. I ain't even going to lie to you. One of my background degrees is in education. Uh, oh, my education God. Policy. So uh, tell me your degrees, brother, because you got a lot of them. <coughs> so when I went to Morehouse, I was double majoring in sociology and math. Um, and then I just kept the sociology, did a math minor. You a cold nigga to do a math major? Well, you changed to a minor, but yeah. you was you cared about math at Morehouse? No you cap. a different nigga. It was, it was, and it was cool. I ain't gonna lie to you till it got to like really abstract stuff. So I'm a really more like applied math type of guy. Like I like to apply what I'm learning or whatever, really do calculations and stuff like that rather than like talking about theories and like why, you know, an odd number plus an odd number is an even number or whatever the case may prove that. I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. You know, like to I be, feel that. that's the thing. So it's like for me, when I got into sociology, I got into sociology when I was like a, a junior for real. And I finished the, the degree in like a year and a half, no cap. So I got in like when I was like. That means this nigga just stopped taking other classes. <laughs> second, this second nigga second. was like, okay, I like sociology. I like, shout out Miss Wilcher, one of the, my favorite teachers. Well, Dr. Wilcher, got to give her respect. Yeah. Dr. Wilcher, 
one of the best teachers at Morehouse. But yeah, nigga, this nigga got in that bitch and was like, you know what? Next semester, five no, classes of this. No, no cap, because it was like, for me, I was more so interested in, in like social structures and how society works and, and really, because I wasn't, like we had sociology in high school and stuff, but I ain't never take it because I was an athlete and stuff like that, and I never really dove into like hella other like uh, electives well, and stuff you like play? that. I played football. I also wrestled and stuff too. Oh, you was a wrestler? Yeah. Wrestling ass Wrestling niggas. cap. That was a different, that was a different sport. Niggas wasn't really wrestling like that. You was good at wrestling? I was actually great at wrestling, for real, for real. Like, I was solid, for real. Um, we started, I was actually on a, the starting, like, wrestling team, for real. Like, what, is the, what is the starting wrestling team? Because all I know about wrestling is weight classes. <laughs> nah, I didn't so, know it was a starting team. So, we tr- we founded the wrestling team, like, uh, when I was in high school. So, I was in football, hey, played football. Hey, stop. Shout out to these niggas. Founding shit. Like, that's some real shit, bro. You... Because it's like, nigga, how'd y'all found a wrestling team, bro? Because we had, like, other high schools who had wrestling teams. And I ain't going to lie to you, them niggas was cold, like, super cold. And we had one of the biggest high schools in the state, and we had no wrestling team, and people wanted to wrestle. So it was like, okay, cool. Me and my homie Chris had talked to one of the officers. So he used to be in, like, uh, the Marines and stuff like that. He used to also wrestle, too. So we ended up starting a wrestling team uh, my junior year, for real. So my freshman year and sophomore year, I played football. My junior year, I was actually the mascot. Crazy shit. Uh, I did that at Morehouse for a couple games. So I was the mascot the the whole like the whole year. Um, and then I wrestled my junior year, started the wrestling team, and then I wrestled my senior year. Uh, you you was winning. You was winning. Yeah, you I was, was cold. A, I was actually pretty cold. That's the thing about it. It was like what weight class was you in? I wrestled one sixty, and then my senior okay. year I wrestled one sixty and one seventy one. Just to put it on like what. How it was. How real. close <laughs> it was to the holidays. <laughs> no cap. He was like, like ah, I can't cut that weight off. It was, it was like I was also growing at that point, too. So it's like, I feel like I hit my growth spurt, like junior, senior year type of thing. Where Niggas like, be doing that. Yeah, I was skinny at first. Like, you know, shit. So 160 was, was cool. And then, like, my senior year, it's like, shit, nigga. I'm it's hard to get down to 160, nigga. Boy, fucking around. I'm like, bro. I, c- <laughs> I can live like I want and hit 170 good. That's what I'm saying. But 160, brother. nigga? You know how hard it is to lose 11 pounds quick, nigga? Like, Bruh. that's hard. I'm like, yeah, we might as well just wrestle up. And then I ain't going to lie to you. Some of them niggas, like, bro, wrestlers are, like, cut and, like, really in shape for real. This was the first time that, like, niggas play football, but it's a different type of conditioning for wrestling. And stuff I mean, like football that. is different. Because no matter if you're on the line, you, you running, you doing anything, it's like you got five seconds. Five seconds. Seven seconds is a long play. But, nigga, in wrestling, nigga, it's just you and this nigga. For two minutes, three two-minute rounds. It's like, ain't nobody beside you. If I go too far to the left or too far to the right, I'm out. Uh, if my knee touch the ground, I'm pins, all types yeah, of shit. Like, hell no. Yeah, it was, but it was fun. I ain't going to lie to you. That was probably one of the, the, the funnest. That was the funnest sport that I did, for real, for real. Um, and it was really just because of a competitive sport, and then I, I think that was the best shape that I was in in life. And then, but a nigga still loved music too, so I was also still in the band until I got out the band my senior, my second semester of senior year. No cap. Why? Because uh, a nigga wanted to work, and then bro had hold me on some shit where like this nigga, we we had auditions. Um, so after marching season, we have auditions for like um concert bands or whatever. So the I ain't gonna scales lie. wasn't on point or something. <laughs> nigga, I made all state every oh, year since I'm I was sorry. in like I'm sorry. Freshman year. Right? This nigga got upset shit. a little bit. He was 
No, because I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Scales, nigga, I was all the way. I was all state. Arkansas, that. nigga, on my that. name in the record books, nigga. Come on now, I ain't. I wasn't really doing shit under second chair for real. No matter like what year it was, but a nigga. So that you depends, nigga. How big was your band? How many niggas was in your band? Like one seventy. How many niggas was in your section? Like ten. Okay. I'm talking about all state. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. state was different. Cause I'm I, keeping a buck with you, nigga. nigga. At my school? No, I'm not getting nothing under first chair. No, nah, cause at my school, nigga, like I, cause I was the I was the junior when uh. So when I came in, it was one junior, one senior. Senior transfer halfway through football season because he was fucking up in class, so he got out of there. Uh, and then my sophomore year, I was by myself. And then my junior year, it came two niggas under me. Nigga, I'm telling you, I was I was so locked in with the fucking band director and the assistants and shit, nigga. I would be asleep until them niggas was like, all right, this time we want the saxophones in it. This time, we want this half. My fucking second chair would tap me. <laughs> nigga, I'm waking up. Fuck the dynamics, nigga. I, nigga, I was so cold, I would write other niggas' parts. Like, I would be like, hey, I know what she says in this meeting. But on that field on Friday, or in them stands on Friday, or at the concert, Nigga, I'm playing the trombone part. I'm playing the trumpet part. I'm doing to, something that's I not what the fuck she's talking about. I used to write music. So um, that's what I wanted to do, actually, for, for a profession. Outside of, like, the science shit, I really wanted to, like, go into music and, like, compose music and stuff like that. I was in love with the band, bro. Like, I ain't going to cap. Like, I was one of those niggas for real. Um, but the band director, we had auditions, bro. The nigga made me last chair. I said, oh. Wait, why did he make you last chair? What? What? He gave you no my explanation attitude. of My attitude and shit. Oh. That's but bullshit. On, on some shit where it's just like, bro, no cap. I went through the whole section, bro. My cousin in the section, too. I'm off the, nigga, you suck. You suck, nigga. I'm, I'm, this, I'm nigga this nigga went in that bitch. Hey, I cut <laughs> like, on everybody. Like fucking Nick like, Cannon, bro. he was like, you nigga. know pussy getting, uh, bro, nigga, like, sorry. Because at this point, you disrespected me. And then it was also a thing because, nigga, I tried out for drum major, too. Like my junior and senior year, so you can only be drum major like junior and senior year. Okay. Um. So I tried out, no cap. Like, and niggas, you know what niggas told me? What? I need you to play. I so need we, you to play. So oh, you like, piece of shit. It's like it's it. It was really selfish for real, for real, because it's like, <clears throat> nigga, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was the best nigga out there. Like the whole nigga, we did a field routine. Come on now, I'm a dancer, nigga. I was the mascot, bro. Come on, Monet. Nah, bro. We like we, but nah, it's like. We had I, we had a moment like that one because we had two drum majors I think I think it was my sophomore year, but one of them conducted the first half of the show came down, the second drum major came up because this this is when we did competition, competition the most bullshit ever I hated that shit, fucking waking up hot ass Saturday after a long ass football game Boy. and it was always an away game for some reason, <laughs> so we we drove three hours out the way. Came back. back. We it's two a.m. We like all right. I'll see y'all at six, so we can get to the competition. I'm like, bitch, why? Why do you hate us? So we get back school six a.m. We fucking all right. Niggas still half sleep from the night before, but yeah, no. Nah. But the but drum major shit. So nigga would go on the field play, and then Shorty would go up on the on the other podium and fucking they direct the rest of the show. So I don't know why she was like, yeah. Well, he was like, fuck you. You gotta play. 
That's bullshit. I see why you we, quit. We had two drum majors. And so my junior year, I tried out, um, and they had picked this nigga J, uh, JB over me. He was cool. Shout like, out was, him, man. Wherever yeah, you at my, now. That's my boy here, Alpha, too. Um, got dreads and shit now. So oh, cool. shout that's out shout out uh, the A-Road niggas of Alpha you know. Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, DB is one of them. I didn't. I didn't shout it out because I, I. I didn't want to shout it out. I didn't really care that much. But we, when we get into DB story a little more, y'all gonna hear about the A row and the and the Morehouse shit. But continue your so, quitting. So that man. Uh, so it was like, okay, cool. That's my. That's my nigga. So we used to all practice together. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you, we had a dream. We was gonna take this motherfucking band up. So we had a real tr- traditional band, bro. <laughs> like where niggas used to roll their feet and shit. It's like. Bro, oh, roll step. I used to hate roll stepping. I gotta see the bottom of your foot, and you gotta Ooh, hit them up. Like, eight no to step. five. So fuck you, eight to five step, nigga. So we had, bro. I, the band was black for real. Like, yeah, we had a white band director, right? So that's why you we said he went to Southern. That was my middle school director. Oh, this is the so that was the middle school director. Yeah, he used to come and like help out and stuff like that. But my high school director was white. Okay. So that's why we used to write our music too. So that's one. That's one of the reasons I got we got into writing music because it was like, no, nah, bro, we want to play this. Or he was like, oh, well, if y'all don't want to play this, well, bring me something that we can play. Don't worry about it, nigga. So what? What you was writing? What's, what was y'all show? Like y'all competition so show? Our competition show was white as hell. We was writing like oh. stand music. Okay, um, stand for real, for real. So like that was the biggest thing because um, they used to always do the show, but we can write stand music and shit like that and play in the stand. I feel that. So it was all like most of the black people in the band was going to an HBCU to be in the band. So we was like, we trying to turn this motherfucker up. So we all kind of came together and like made this whole ass plan how we about to turn this motherfucker up. Like me and him had applied to be drum major or whatever, tried out, auditioned and stuff. So we was like, okay, cool. Told you on that. Of course, right, he picked one black guy and picked a white guy, right? So it was like, okay, cool, junior year, you my nigga, whatever. Senior year, going into my senior year, I try out. And then this, he picked a, a, a girl, a junior girl, right, who was ass, bro, like, and that shit really pissed me off because he's like, yeah, I need you to play, um, you know, rather than be drum major and da-da-da-da-da. And it was like, bro, that was selfish because that's something that I wanted to do. Did you have a solo or some shit? Me? Yeah, like, Every this skill. nigga was talking about some, I need you to play. You better have had a fucking solo. <laughs> I was the, I've always been, like, the leader in whatever I did, for real. Yeah. Um, so, just even me being on the field, even when I was a mascot, I used to come and perform at halftime. No cap in a cheerleading outfit. <laughs> Like real deal, like take off the mascot. What was your? uh, We was a wildcat. Okay, cause I I wanted to laugh at you so bad. No, we was a wild charging wildcat. So um, I was the maroon tiger for a little bit. You know, so I was that guy. That's when jerking was out big. I'm talking about this nigga was jerking. (laughs) I can just imagine a nigga. Did you have the big ass mascot feet? Uh huh. You was jerking in them. Oh Oh my god, motherfuckers! (laughs) Going nuts. I knew that shit was hilarious. They're like, oh, shit. Hey, like, if you if you from Little Rock and you got a video of that shit from bro, whenever the fuck DP was in high school, oh, yeah, send me that. Link. That might be the intro to this bitch. I, I'll send you the link. Yeah, that motherfucker was tough. Yeah, yeah. bro. Y'all, y'all was teed, though. So yeah. you quit the band. You quit so the band. I, I quit the band. I got in this program called JAG, which is like Jobs to Arkansas Graduate, so we can go to work. So we left school. So I used to just work for real. Um, what they had you doing? I had my own job. So it's like if you had a, a, a after-school job or whatever, then you can, like, get in JAG and then go to work rather than being in class. So what was you doing? What was you I doing worked at the Boys class? and Girls Club, and then I also worked at Walmart. Cashier, you know. So shout-out to the Boys and Girls Club, for real. Yeah, shout-out Boys and Girls Club of America. Yeah. Y'all done helped a lot of niggas. 
Include like so I used to be the face of Boys and Girls Club. For real, for real. This nigga DB done lived a million lives. Bro, no cap. That's that's how I met Obama in the White House and stuff like that. I didn't know you met Obama. Shout out to him. Bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. The Boys and Girls Club put on for real. Like I so I went to the Boys and Girls Club when I was little. I always went there, started working at concession stand when I was in like eighth grade. And then from then it was just all Who's paying you? Yeah. Okay. Iced also. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I did, when I when I used to work uh the concession stand at USM games, whenever well, University of Southern Mississippi, for those that don't know, Southern Miss to the top, whatever. I just said that shit because I'm here. But yeah. University of Southern Mississippi. I used to steal all types of shit from the concession stand. Come on now. Because here's the thing. At the end of the night, they're going to throw away whatever. Because that cheese, it, once it's been heated up, it's over with. Them chicken sandwiches, once they've been heating up, it's over with. Them fries, over with. So whatever in that bitch, that shit coming with me, dog. I might steal a couple Powerades, too. Hey, I'm thirsty. Play that. Shit. <laughs> and then we had a soda machine in that bitch, nigga. I'm big cup in that bitch, nigga. <clears throat> Nigga, we had the hot chips and cheese all on some oh. real. Oh yeah, y'all some niggas. <laughs> hot chips and cheese. That was a that was a nigga festivity, yeah. bro. Yeah, we was we was on that. Was y'all on niggas that. was different. But yeah, bro. So go forward. So you came to Morehouse. You said you was a double major. You fucking you did sociology. You you then you pushed math to your minor. You you crossed Alpha Tip. You got any stories from Morehouse you can tell us, bro. whether it be whatever related. <clears throat> Morehouse was uh. A good experience, uh, for real, for real. Overall, like I definitely had some. Nah, this nigga said overall, like <laughs> it was some bullshit in there. Over, overall, for sure, it was definitely like a, a bullshit. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, I went on Morehouse on a full ride though. What year so, you graduate? I graduated twenty fifteen. Shut so up, got, Morehouse twenty fifteen. You know, we we turned up, no cap. So, I went to Morehouse on a full ride. Uh, I was a Gates Millennium Scholar, so full ride, you know, whatever. I also had like seventy five to a hundred thousand from Boys and Girls Club too. Uh, that I had that I can use on school. So at that point, it's like, it was, they paid you to go to school, bro. No cap, I probably got like at least ten bands every semester. I believe that, and it's crazy because I'm I look back when I was done, I was like, damn, bro, you ain't saved no, <laughs> no yeah, bread. Cause that I'm not gonna hold you, bro. It'd be like that. You'd be like, I spent that shit on that. I did that, but I ain't gonna. I, I lived, bro, like real deal. Like I went to seventeen countries when I was at Morehouse. That's dope. So dope I, I did semester C. So every every May, every like December slash January, like J Mester, May Mester, and then like whatever, I was going out the country. Shout out like, to international, bro. It was fucking free. And then I have like, fuck it. I mean, it's you know the money been over. spent now, nigga. <laughs> shit, self incriminating, but shit, nigga. I used to have Gates pay for it, send a check to Boys and Girls Club. Let me pocket that. So now I'm going the trip five thousand. I get the five thousand, pay for it, boom. Then I got five thousand in my, in my pocket, pocket to yeah. go kick it. I'm not gonna hold you. So I, didn't I never did that with no big foundations, but it's definitely been some times. I mean, one, it was my money. One person. Oh yeah, I earned the money, so I'm getting it then. But no, nah, one person paid. So you get two people to either pay half or whole. Either way, your trip paid for, and you got some money in your pocket. Come on now. And then too, every summer I did a summer class, so I can get my housing paid for in the summer. So if I, I did a summer class at Georgia State, so I, every summer I was taking a class at Georgia State because um, I had a Boys and Girls Club pay for my housing because I had the scholarship money that I had to use up. Shout out State. So they pay for it. Nigga, I ain't going to lie. I bought a car. I had – I you lived in Buckhead. First, I'm not going to lie to you. If you if you got – if you were getting 10 bands, you needed to 
Well, 10 bands a semester. Yeah. You're supposed to have a car. You can't be getting no 10 bands a semester. And this is before Uber, for real. Because you you were in 2015. So, nigga, I didn't caught the fucking train, all uh, types of shit, nigga. So, I used to stay in, I moved, so, this is how, nigga, I was getting bread, for real, for real. And I was also, niggas thought I was, I was grown, even though I did. Like I said, I stayed in, Se- you know, Seattle. I was doing research by myself my junior and senior year. Yeah. So, I had my own apartment and shit. So, for me, I was, like, I had lived on my own already. So, the nigga I had been grown for some years. <laughs> for sure. So, it's like, you know. I moved off campus like March of my freshman year. Got an apartment in Buckhead, nigga. <laughs> like real deal. It was nigga was different, bro. boy. I was still on that twin XL. Eight, eighteen, bro. Eighteen. I'm I'm living in Buckhead, like rooftop, stupid nigga. Like it got a motherfucking gazebos. It got like the workout. You can see Buckhead skyline, downtown skyline, like the whole nine. I'm eighteen, bro. Like living like it's like this 2012, 2012, nigga. Yeah. Like real deal, like 2012. And niggas like, damn, bro, where you staying? I'm like, nigga, I was bringing people to the crib, and the crib was fat, nigga. So I'm like, shit, thinking I'm somebody for real, like, at that point. I feel um, that. But you supposed to do that when you're young, man. For sure. Like, I don't, I don't take back nothing. Nigga, I got into, like, fights when I was at Morehouse for real um, every year. Niggas and definitely fought at Morehouse. Yeah, niggas, uh, yeah, niggas hated on me. Niggas. I mean, niggas don't hate on you if you 18 with a. With a penthouse in Buckhead, my boy, you was living. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was good. Like it, it, it was a big high school too. At a, at a point in time, for real, for real. Like the AUC felt like a big ass high school. I feel like, that, nigga. Looking back on it, you the shit that you thought was important, be like, bro, that shit was so minuscule, or like, don't really nobody really gives a fuck. Um, for real, for real. Even my, my time at Morehouse, like, I feel like I knew a lot of people uh, a decent amount. Like, I wasn't the most popular nigga, but I was pretty popular. He was deaf. Yeah. Um, you know, and I fuck with people. Like, I, I think I've always been a genuine person. So you got any you know. stories to tell us about your time at Morehouse? I mean, I know you. Let's that's see. already the headline. Nigga had a penthouse in Buckhead at 18. That's the headline. But, you know, for, for, the, for the smaller points, yeah. you know. Got any wild stories? My wildest. Oh, nigga. Because you had four years of fucking around. Freshman year. Niggas threw a party. No cap. It was the littest party, nigga, my whole freshman year. So, niggas. Party bus time, too, ladies (coughs) and gentlemen. So, we used to have to catch the shuttles to party, nigga. Like, you go beside the motherfucking business building and wait on the shuttles. If you miss the shuttle, bro. And they used to go to, like, Buckhead and shit in the clubs and Buckhead and, and XYZ for parties. If you missed the shuttle, bro, it wasn't no fucking, you got to call a cab, bro, to get back to campus. It wasn't no Uber. The train stopped running. Like, nigga, this is real deal. Like, Real deal, you had to have a car back then. Like, bro, on some wild shit. And it was like, it was cool, though. So, niggas was in a dorm. We stay, I stayed in Brazil. I stayed in Shout out B-Road, man. You know? I stayed in the Brazil. Guys. 224. What floor? Oh, 224? And then I stayed in 302. So, like. Shout out third, the penthouse. The penthouse, you already know. Yeah, so bro, third floor. I had got my own room at a, when I was like, uh, so my, my homie Dunny from back home, he uh, his dad was like my my basketball coach yeah. um, growing up and shit. So Dunny came to Morehouse, we was roommates. And then the air and shit had went out. So then they moved us to it, like was going to move us to a different room. And I'm like, shit, let me just get this bitch by myself. Whatever, if it costs extra, I'm going to just do it. And I ended up getting my own room, staying in 302. And kicked it. You pushed the two beds together, right? Sure. Okay. That ass bed, nigga. That's like, how niggas be doing. If you if you went to Morehouse and you never pushed the beds together, you ain't live. Come on. 
come on now. Uh, so niggas was in Brazil kicking it or whatever, and niggas like was like, oh cool. Niggas are washing. Niggas trying to turn up, bro. Niggas threw the first little party. It was called Dirty Laundry, but it wasn't as big. No cap. The second Dirty Laundry though. Dirty Laundry two. Bro, was a motherfucking movie. No cap. This shit sound like a mixtape. Niggas, niggas had like, <clears throat> this is the laundry room behind Brazil. Right, so this is the oh, smaller so laundry room. Oh, so in the cut? This is the smaller laundry room, nigga. This, this damn near part of Archer. No cap. Niggas had, bro, niggas got the speakers out of my room, bro. Shout out Scooter, shout out Donnie and, and everybody, nigga, who was on that joint, Shanice, and bro, no cap, turned that motherfucker up. It was like 75, 100 people in that little washroom, bro. Like, this is nigga, whoa, whoa, <laughs> wait a second. Nigga, I'm talking about throwing ass on the washers and dryers, bro. Nigga, no cap. Like, stop. I, I washed in that bitch. I know what that bitch is. Nigga, for those that are watching or those that are listening, because we're everywhere, there's like 10. No. So it might be 10 washers. And then maybe it's got to be an even number because they stack. Probably like 16 dryers. And that's if they working in that bitch. So, like, no more than 30 machines in the whole room. Fucking card reader on the wall for your shit. And these niggas have, you said 50? 50 to 75 at least. God damn. Bro. It had to be hot as fuck in that bitch. Bro, stupid hot. And then the crazy thing is, Campus PD had came. Because so they have to. Bro, so niggas had to, like, shut the party down, bro. They lined everybody up, fool. Literally. But here's the thing. There's nowhere to run. Because if that police car comes down, because it's, it's an alleyway, it's an alley. and then it's a cut to the right, and that's where the shitty is. And if you keep going past the laundromat, it's the goddamn air-conditioned machines and, like, a 10, 15-foot fucking brick wall and then a gate that's metal. So... It's nowhere to go on the right, nigga. Oh, so my and then on the left, they there. So niggas lined up, right? So <clears throat> my homie Julian, you was just talking about the, the wall in the, in the gate, right? Yeah. So niggas got bottles, right? Mind you, at this point, niggas are like literally, I was still 17. Niggas was 18, like young, like bro. And we got bottles in our hand for real, for real. Bro tries to throw the bottle over the fence, bro. I'm it, not going to hold you. First of all, <laughs> that's a far throw. No cap for any for any regular nigga, especially when you intoxicated. That's a far throw, and it's Lee Street right fucking there, bro. The and bottle, the police can see Lee Street from their fucking office. The bottle don't even make it. <laughs> the, the, the bitch hit the fence and dropped Damn. down, and then everybody looked like nigga. At this one, it's a it's a rap. You made it worse. <laughs> it's a rap. So he he got the nigga out of line and was like, you know, can you say your ABCs? This nigga was like A B C D Q U E F G. Ah! I'm just like, bro, oh, it's, we, we out of there. At nigga, this that's point. out. Like, we niggas lost visitation. The whole nine. Of course, you know niggas want to do the most and be like, oh. Nah, bro. the best the best thing they could have did in that situation was put the shit in one of the machines. Bro, that was no. the only thing they could have did. Cause with that many niggas there, they weren't gonna think about checking the machines. I ain't gonna lie to you. Even now, I ain't never thought of that. <laughs> no, in the, mo I, in the nigga, moment, nigga, no, I'm not gonna hold you. Anytime I'm doing some stupid shit, whether it be at Morehouse or wherever, because I didn't broke into the cab. So whenever we was doing some stupid shit, I always had an escape plan. Like when we broke in the cab, I was literally like, if anything happened, because we went in the kitchen, we were making sandwiches, all type of shit. I was like, if anything happened, I know where the door we came in at, and if they blocked that bitch, 
It's another emergency exit on the other side. They ain't got all them bitches covered. I'm going to be out this motherfucker. Yeah, niggas did some some wild shit in Morehouse, bro. No, Morehouse definitely was a proven ground for niggas, bro. Smoke beside, like, the president house for real. Like, my freshman year before niggas started smoking in the building and shit. Like, because I don't know when that happened where niggas really got comfortable and started smoking in the building. My RAs was smoking. Back then, niggas used to, like, no cap. I had, bro, No, in in the first two weeks, I had a write-up for alcohol. God damn. Niggas had, bro, we was just wildin'. Because it was like, shit, we at school. Y'all the reason Morehouse can't have pool parties now. And my, my, my roommate and shit. They were the ones got caught with the bottles, right? I gave niggas the bottles, like, okay, yeah, but it's your room, exactly. In Morehouse, they don't care if you're not in the room. You had to know. They always think you had to know about it, unless you one of them niggas that gonna keep talking. Boy, so we both got written up. I'm like, nigga, I wasn't even in the room when this shit happened for real. I don't even know, but the niggas walked outside, bro. Niggas used to be bold walking outside with like cups, like niggas going to turn up, and it's like, bro. We young as fuck. This is like 20, 2011 when niggas started And school. I'm telling you, bro, Brazil is right here. The police office is right here. Yeah, these niggas are separated by a sidewalk that's big enough for two golf carts to go by at the same we, time. We was on that. Like, we was on that. We turned up, but we turned up for real, for real. Niggas got to fighting at Toga, I feel like, multiple years. I mean, I feel like it's a fight every year, Toga. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm saying. You get that many... Egos together, drunk at a real club. Somebody gonna throw something. Niggas got the fight in Davidson. We went to Davidson for a step show. Um, niggas got the fight in that motherfucker. And my twin used to come up here too. So it's like we so, gonna ride for show. Oh like, yeah, that's the thing. So yeah. if he if he's swinging, I'm swinging too, nigga. No cap. And my brother always been bigger than me. Um, for real, for real. But niggas always was was with the shits. No, I That's feel that for sure. Like, bruh, it's some niggas at Morehouse right now. It's like, bro, well, we most of them graduated. But any nigga I was with, and it was like, if that nigga get the hooking, bro, I got to jump in. Bro, and niggas was, but we did some, we did some, some, some boss shit too. So we got the. I mean, nigga, you went to 17 fucking <coughs> countries in four years. Nigga, that's fire as hell. You had a buck, you had a buckhead. First of all, you probably got kicked out of Brazil. But you had a buckhead apartment. As a freshman, nigga, it's grown men can't do that. Bro, it was that that scholarship money had a nigga living good. And then another thing, niggas that don't know, in Atlanta, you usually have to make 3.5 times the rent or have bank statements to show that you can pay the rent for the extent of the lease to even get approved. So this nigga was 18 having it. No cap, having it. And then I feel like I just... I ain't declined every year, but I tried. I became more and more humble every year, for real, for real. I mean, no, you wake up, cause I definitely yeah, came yeah. in on some hot shit freshman year, and then by the time you know, this year rolled around, I was chilling. But when I was in school, for real, that's when we got Papa John's. Like I was in charge of like getting Papa John's. The what do you mean you was in charge of it? That's what niggas did, for real, for real. Like I was on the SGA and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you mean you was, no, was going in that bitch making pizzas. No, nah, I was uh responsible for bringing them to campus. Okay, shout out to them. Well, Papa John's been gone yeah, for, for a minute. a minute now. Uh, and they gave us that bullshit-ass Morehouse barbecue. <laughs> and then, well, Aramark, Aramark Catering Barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then we had bullshit-ass Witch Witch. We, we brought Witch Witch to campus, too. Why? Because, <laughs> niggas, it wasn't really, like, many, like, options. 
But the Chick Fil A had to come for sure. Like we fucked with Chick. fil A. I mean, but everything you did, they kind of undid basically everything you did because Chick Fil A gone. Uh, what they put the like uh, little snack shop type of thing? No, like no, 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 no. There's there's a new chicken place there. It's just not Chick Fil A. And the sna- but they did put in the pod. The pod, yeah. Um, Shout out the pod because I w- I did some wild things in the location of the pod before the pod was the pod. So even like the overnight visitation in the suites and stuff like that, we was responsible for that. Like, that shit it, left. They got it, rid of that. Overnight visitation in the suites is still a thing, but it's not a thing. Yeah. On paper, it's not a thing, but on paper it is a thing though. No, no, no. On on the official new because I helped write the new constitution for Morehouse. Uh, that shit is not there, but in reality. None of them emergency exits are on. But do with that information what you well, y'all going back, it's gonna be a little different. But do with that information what you will. Yeah, it should have been. Because uh, we was hey, when we was in like SGA for real, for real, like I think niggas kinda took it seriously and trying to get some shit done. Um I was the secretary of like student development. Um I'm not gonna hold you. They said fuck everything y'all did. I don't cause niggas hey, we was on that, like how niggas came in with the attitude, like, we're going to express how we feel. Like, we want this. We need this, X, Y, Z. Like, but we was also the people to do the research, to present the documentation, to present the facts, the numbers, X, Y, Z, like, doing a case study. Because a nigga time. always been book smart. For sure. And that's one thing a nigga can never say is, like, okay, you didn't do your research or you didn't come in prepared or, you know, you didn't do X, Y, Z. Because we own that. Like, we own that. We own that, for real. That's the word of the day. We own that, for real. So... Any other wild stories? Uh, I think that might be the one, though. 45, well, yeah. that minute, 50 to 75 niggas in that little room. If I can find a picture, I'm not going on campus, but if we find a picture of that room, I'm going to put that bitch right here. Nigga. So, we, it's some wild stories in there, but some of them not good for camera. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, some yeah. of them stories is, <laughs> some of them stories are stories that's going to get passed down through the Morehouse niggas, not hey. through the internet. I lied. It's one more story. So niggas, bro, so niggas moving out of uh, Brazil, right? Like, this is like the end of the semester or whatever, close to it. Um, you know, when niggas start, like, getting shit ready to, to move out and stuff like that. So I had moved to Buckhead. I still had my, my room on campus and shit like that. Oh, um, this nigga had big bread. Because it was like, shit, I had already paid for it, so what I'm going to do? Like, just be like, fuck it. I'm just not going to come back here when I be on campus, right? So niggas still had that room, and so niggas moving out, bro, and randomly, bro, niggas just start piling bottles, like empty, like, alcohol bottles in the fucking lobby, right? So no cap, it's probably about 200, like, empty bottles, like, just sitting on the table and on the floor in the lobby, right? That's why they hated us. To fuck with the RD, right? So niggas, like, pissed and shit. So niggas trying to find everybody. Oh, y'all, we gonna find everybody. Da, 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 da. The cameras and shit weren't working there neither, so niggas, it ain't nothing you really can do, because you don't really know who it is. And at that point, everybody was in it for real, so niggas trying to find them, bro. And then somebody got mad, bro, and then we never found out who it was, but they started making these, like, Brazil Hall letters. Right? <laughs> so you know how they had everybody on the listserv. Yeah. Bro, no cap. They sent probably, like, nine letters, bro, like, just going in on niggas, bro. And I feel like I probably still got them bitches. They were like, roasting y'all ass. Bro, they was going in on niggas like real deal, talking about the RD, the RAs. Nigga, they talked about everybody. They talked about me and that bitch. I was just like, bro. Damn, we y'all niggas was different. We Brazil, Brazil, Brazil 2017 through 2018 was a family, bro. We was cool, man. Y'all niggas was giving letters and shit. <clears throat> bro, no niggas was wild. The bro. worst, but I'm not I almost fucked. Speaking of which, speaking of sovereign sounds, 
my C- the CEO over here, uh, go watch my video on their channel about me talking about the time I almost had to beat a sick my ass. Yeah, uh, I feel like the Sigma is the only people I didn't. I definitely got into it with a with a Q. Before did I get into it with a new? Not really, but, but them niggas, niggas on campus. But niggas, uh, <laughs> niggas had beef with them. Like my line brothers, my pop fights for real had beef with niggas. Um, and of course, just like hood shit, niggas be. Niggas, fake, niggas get these letters and think beef. they gang bangers, man. Bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like fraternities, damn near gangs. Bro. These like, educated gang bangers over here. That's exactly hey, what he is. And I did not. I said I agree, but I did not say that. That is this member of Alpha Row over here, oh, ladies and gentlemen. What y'all gonna do about it? See hey, me. Hey, hey. I'm I share the sentiment. I'm with that. I'm on. I'm on all of that. I'm gonna talk my shit to anybody. <laughs> anybody <laughs> at Morehouse to tell you. I can talk shit to every fraternity at that bitch one way or another. I didn't made fun of niggas' whistles. I didn't made fun of niggas' weak ass shoulders. I didn't made fun of niggas' walk. Everything. I didn't talk to my shit, but I'm also cool with niggas in every organization. So it's like, if you want to see me, you can see me. But it's all love. It ain't never like, you know, like no hard feelings for real. For but real. it's just like Morehouse, bro. It's like, just because you got into Morehouse don't mean I fuck with you. Just because you got into whatever organization don't mean I fuck with you. Like, I fuck with Morehouse as a as an idea and a construct, but you individually are a bitch. I fuck with Alpha Row as a whole, but those individuals might be a bitch. It's, it's niggas you got to admit ain't that. And and that's the thing, you know, one of the biggest part of it is is making sure, you know, because niggas are uh, – being in the fraternity, like, count you as the whole or, like, try to label the whole thing as, like, this because of one particular person or two particular people. And it's like, bro, everybody individuals. Like, we all under It's like everybody going to my house. Like, everybody different niggas think because we're HBCU. Everybody, like, black males. But it's like there's a diaspora of blackness or, or, or maleness or, or whatever the case may be at Morehouse. And we're not all the same. And even in the fraternities, like, we all alphas, but we're not all the same. Exactly, like you, know. like you as alpha are different than the nigga down the street as alpha. It's just you know. I was that nigga for real. Individual, yeah, he was that nigga. Niggas wasn't have niggas ain't having a part. <laughs> nigga was living a rapper lifestyle at Morehouse. Maybe not as much money, but like a buckhead apartment at eighteen is wild in and of itself, nigga. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Know who the fuck I thought I was at that point? Like, I mean, it was twenty twelve. So that you was in, he was in buckhead before the Migos did that. Bro, that's when Buckhead was affordable. And I feel like now it's Buckhead ghetto as fuck. And it's I mean, they shooting it. it Lennox is a <laughs> shootout every other weekend. That's, that's what I'm like, bro. Like, Buckhead now? Lennox the, the gun range, bro. Bro, I'm trying to find the first part of this email. I'm upset. Like, oh. Nigga, why do you still have it? Because this is my old email. This like this email is like Bennett Boy 11. It's like I created this email when I was All right, you're going to fuck around and get some emails. Fuck it. I don't check this email. I'm only checking it because... Cause I fucking want to find these letters, bro. Cause these joints were wild. Like, yeah, y'all niggas different. <coughs> but everybody first email was some bullshit. Yeah, I I made that email when I was in like middle school or something, and then Bennett, and then I don't know why I got the boy, and then eleven was like I graduated in, in two thousand eleven, some shit. Like, you graduated middle school in twenty eleven? No, high school. Oh, okay. Nigga, I'm old I was bro. thinking, yeah, that's right. So for those that don't know, DB old as hell. Yeah, I'm twenty seven, about to be twenty eight, looking to mingle. 
So uh, niggas pushing thirty, and he will fuck your mama. And I'm, you know, old enough to fuck your mama, young enough to fuck your sister. What my man said. Come on now. Yeah, you know, old enough to fuck your mama, young enough to fuck your sister. You feel me? But yeah, niggas, niggas pushing thirty, bro. You know, I on the other hand am a am, am a strapping twenty two, and also ready to mingle. If you <laughs> if you would like to if you would like to uh, hit niggas up. Uh, Instagram and Twitter in the description. Uh, my Instagram, Black Magic with a K and an underscore. Twitter, Black Magic with a K and two underscores. My brother over here, DDB, uh, with two E's and an underscore on Twitter. What's your, not Twitter on Instagram? What's your Twitter? Nigga ain't got. <laughs> nigga I ain't got, got a Twitter, Twitter, but I don't know what it is to be honest. Hey, follow really follow them on Sovereign Sounds or Sovereign Sounds Management. Uh, you know, that, yeah, there we go. Cause Twitter, bro, Twitter vicious. I ain't going to lie to you. And I feel like I always stayed away from Twitter because, bro, even in school, when I was in school, like, Twitter was popping and motherfuckers, like, that's where you go for the bullshit and the drama. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to stay off Twitter because I ain't trying to get in the bullshit and I drama. I mean, no, nah, bro, like, Twitter is my happy place. Like, nigga, I've been on, I have been in fights, all types of shit on Twitter. Like, nigga, that's where I found out about the Clark porn stars, it's all types of shit. Like, he's super problematic. Like, anybody I'm who not enjoy, problematic. Anybody who enjoys Twitter problematic as I'm not, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We're not going to throw the word problematic around. This is this is Mr. Toxic over here. DDB is toxic. But I, 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 on the other hand, am a fun-loving individual that occasionally talks shit. Hey, that's what I'm like. Anybody who enjoys Twitter, bro, like niggas hey, talk they shit. No hey, fact. anybody that knows my Twitter will tell you I am a chill individual. I am not... Toxic, bro. I'm a regular nigga. Chilling. But DB might be, if you go back and check DB tweets, it might be some of that. You know? hey, I might have to go delete those. Even with Facebook, I got my shit on private. Like, don't even try to. Oh, damn. You don't Why? Know me like that. Why, man? You what's know the, what's you know the new Facebook, me. man? <laughs> you know the new me. Because my people be on there doing some wild shit sometimes and then try to tag me and like, no, nah, Facebook, Facebook is a wild place. I, I don't get on there often. But the notifications always on my fucking phone, so I'm like, let me get these bitches off. I click on Facebook, first thing I see, such and such stole my uh my Bruh. my lawnmower out of my yard, and I have pictures of them on my ring doorbell. Like <laughs> I'd be dying laughing, cause they be, cause the thing is, they know everything about the nigga except where his house at. They know where the nigga at, where the nigga went to school. Everything, but they don't know where he live at, cause and they don't fuck with him. Facebook a whole lot of people from back home, for real, for real, and like. I feel like, yeah, it's just real. And my my old shit, like, you got to really know me to, like, see my old shit for real. I'll put DB's graduation photo right here, his high school graduation photo right here. (sighs) Hey, I ain't going to lie to you. My high school graduation photo, I was, like, corded the fuck up. What you have on? I had on, we had blue. But, you know, like, the the gown, the uh, cap and gown and the yellow stoles for, like, you know, on a scholar in his What bitch, was the cut you know? like? What was the cut back then? Oh. You always been a clean cut nigga? Nah, so right now. Ooh, DB clean. the bald head. I did I'm not know that, I'm ladies and gentlemen. super clean, you know. Um, I didn't know DB went bald. Nigga, I been, my shit was spinning for real. Um, hey, I, I'll tell ago. this to anybody. If, you, if your hairline leaving, go bald and embrace it, and like, I won't make fun of you for it. For, for real, for real, like, that's one of the things, I think that was the, the probably the most thing that I was uncomfortable with at first, uh, is being bald, because the nigga was young, my shit was standing when I was, like, 21, 22, type I mean, 
You know who else did that? Cherry of the Novice Principles, who interview is out now everywhere. But yeah, if you going bald, if you if you front hairline, like I still, I ain't got no cut, but my hairline ain't ain't shit. Like my hairline ain't shit right now, but it's it's there. It's there. Yeah. Nah, yeah. My shit is uh out of there. You know, shout out to you had you the know, Vegeta. You feel me? Nigga, my shit was worse than that. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, shout, shout out to my grandma and shit who gave us nail pattern and baldness and then I look just like my grandma. How did your wait? How did your grandmother give you? You know, it's a nail pattern. Uh, I didn't know that. Trait. I ain't like, know that. Nail pattern and baldness comes from like the female side. This nigga did his research. That's what he was researching in Seattle. Come on now, you know I'm He was like, male pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a cure? Bosley, help But me. you want to know some wild shit? No cap, I did a consultation with Bosley when I was like, uh, this is before my shit really started thinning. So you was like, 19 doing a consultation with nah, Bosley? I was like 21, 22. <laughs> for real, for real. I, was going, I thought about it. I'm like. They was like, are, sir, are you here? Are you sure you're in the right place? <laughs> do I want to be like LeBron or like what? So shit, I I'm thought I'm not going to hold it. you. You can do it, though. LeBron, the only, I, I stand by this. The only reason LeBron's hairline looks so bad is because it's not head. built, it's not built, yeah, he does have a weird head, but it's not built for high performance. It's not. Like, them fake hairlines are not built for 48 minutes of running, high sweat, high heat, high intensity, but for a regular nigga like DB, it could work. But I'm glad you went bald, and I'm glad you yeah, embraced it, I, brother. Yeah, I have to embrace it for real, for real. Now, like, uh, shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Joints like bald head. It's like a, it's a real thing. I'm but not I think gonna, it's also I'm not like, gonna find out any sooner than I need to. I, I, I think it's like a maturity thing. Like, yeah, you can have my kids, it's all right. Yeah, he's like, ooh, a bald head nigga. If, cause here's the thing. I heard this from, from a woman one time on a podcast. Can't think of the name of it, but she was like, if he can take care of a bald head, he can take care of a child. Or it's a lot. I ain't gonna lie to you. My hair grow back fast as shit. That's why I keep on hats too, cause it's, it's a fucking chore, bro. Like, it's the first time I've ever seen DB. Like, I'm telling you, I have met DB multiple times, but this is the first time I've ever seen the nigga just head. Yeah, yeah nah, bro. But yeah, man, I'm proud of you going Appreciate bald. That, you know, appreciating uh, it. Yeah, but shit, it works. What's this goofy shit you just did? <laughs> you got to smooth it down, make sure my shit's still. This nigga, what is you doing? You, this nigga is put. Okay, for those that are audio only, this nigga is pushing his pushing his head forward like he brushing his waves. You know, shit, I'm just brushing the Are scalp. Are you trying to brush the wrinkles out? <laughs> you trying to brush <laughs> the wrinkles out your forehead? I'm brushing the scalp, goddamn. You got to make sure it's, uh, because when your hair grow back, you know, the shit be prickly or whatever. Oh, yeah, and you so don't you know ingrown hairs or nothing. You know, you got to smooth it down just to make sure you How often do you shave? I go to the barbershop. Oh. Um, so, with my skin texture and shit like that, like using razors and stuff like that, will fuck it'll me, fuck it'll you buck up, me yeah. up like a motherfucker. Um, so, I only use like, uh, like liners or like actual clippers for real, for real. And when I got something to do, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like if I don't got nothing to do, it, it might be a it's little. It's a. Uh, you might have a Chico Jefferson bean on this motherfucker. Like it's it's gonna be a uh, out of there. A cul-de-sac up there. Boy, no cap. And I'm glad you know what the word is. Some people just be like the circle at the bottom of the. <laughs> okay. Yeah. First of all, I'm. I'm upset that you're glad by that. You shouldn't be surprised. I went to Boyhouse too, ladies and gentlemen. I know, but not I'm not <laughs> slow. I'm not slow, ladies and gentlemen. I may act stupid. I may be a clown and a troll on Twitter. But I am a regular nigga, and I am not stupid. I am intelligent enough. Like, I couldn't be no math minor like this nigga, but I'm intelligent enough. I know. It works. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. My shit would be bad. But it's, it's, 
all of it's been a journey for real. Um, one house was good. That's where I made a lot of my relationships. That's where you know that's how I met Capnim um, and really got back into the management thing. Yeah. I so yeah, how how that happen? How you because you graduated from Morehouse and you graduated from UPenn. So I went to UPenn um, and did a, a double masters there. Um, stayed there and when I before I left Morehouse, like when I was leaving for real, for real, like my homie Slim, shout out to Slim, had asked me to manage him. Um, Will Laurie, that's his rap name, had asked me to manage him. <coughs> and at this point, you know, I'm young, I think it's 21, niggas not really knowing what all goes into management, but I had the relationship and the connections, and so it was like it made sense. And I always push people to like be the best that they can be. You know, uh, I think that was one of the always the things that draw people to me. Uh, so yeah, asked me to manage him. And we gave it a shot, whatever. We used to do some work with Dose back in 2015 type shit. Oh, shout out Dose Diz. Shout out Dose. D- DJ boy. Two Days. Come um, on the show, man. Day Day, David, you know, the whole nine. So do some work with them. And then I had with the grad school. Um, and when I came back, uh, my homie Gunna, uh, shout out to Gunna. Gunna? Gunna Horton. Okay. Uh, so he was the, like, stroll coach for Brazil. I used to stroll for Brazil. I was a stroll coach for Brazil, too, through, like, my senior year, damn near. Shout out um, them niggas, man, Brazil. You and know. he had asked me to come back and, and like, watch the, watch the team, watch the show, whatever type thing. Um, and I had met, like, this is really early, too. I had met, like, Padron. That was all freshman. Padron. Oh, this is when this is when we was here because I, I, I came Josh, in with Josh, too. Yeah, yeah, so Josh, Padron, Caleb, all of them was on the stroll team. Oh, so you so met had, the Mighty Five. Yeah, so I had met all of them when they were, like, er, this was early. Um, so niggas was cool and stuff like that, and then closer to the end of the year, fall seventeen when Du Bois had a point three GPA. Um, so <laughs> I just had to talk shit about uh, about the gymnastics team that calls itself the Du Bois Girl Team. Wow. But continue. But niggas uh, had pushed out some loose, like pushed out a little EP and stuff like that. We ended up talking, chopping it up. And then niggas really just had the conversation about it, encouraging him to like really do music. Um, it's Cap. It's Cap. Yeah. yeah. So he he wanted to do music or whatever, but if people don't know, his pops is like a pastor or whatever. Um, and so you can see the conflict there between like the music that he makes and being a, a you know the ch- preacher's child. Yeah. Uh, but it's at the end of the day, you know, for me, I can't tell you to to go against your parents or whatever the case may be, but uh, as a older brother mentor, I can tell you to, like, pursue what you want to do and follow your dreams, follow your heart type shit, you know. Um, and not saying be disrespectful, but at the end of the day, it is your life. That's something that you have to live. And yeah. it's like, okay, cool. If music what you want to do, at least try it out. So, tried it out, gave it a shot, and then that summer, we end up just kind of, like, really locking in for real uh, on a music tip. And this is, is this sovereign yet, or is this just you? Nah, this is just me um, at this point. Uh, and so, at that, you know, we just... <clears throat> put some energy into it, for real, for real. Like, some effort. That was 2017. Beginning in 2018, whatever. Uh, came around and taking it a little more serious, putting some bread into it, like, actually taking the time to, like, develop a craft. Yeah, because you had a nigga doing concerts and shit, yeah, I remember. At that point, I had got into it. So, I was like, okay, cool. At this point, I might as well start a business. Um, so, started Sovereign Management Group, and I had uh, – told my boy Kyron to, like, come work with me and stuff like that, and he was working with, like, a couple artists and stuff. Um, Shout out Kyron. Every Kyron I've ever met was a solid nigga. Yeah, that's my guy. So Kyron had came. We started the management group, um, and we was working with the artists or whatever. We were, you know, doing the music videos, getting the music video shots. We were doing the photo shoots, the marketing, like, the, you 
know, pushing on the on the playlist, the, the blog write-ups, you know, getting the shows, X, Y, Z, you know, from a, like, you know, small on a smaller scale than, like, you know, industry level, but we were still, like, doing all the, all the, 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 the pieces or whatever. Uh, and so at that point, it was like, okay, cool. We want to do the management, but every artist don't need a manager. Yeah. You know, type thing. Uh, and at that point, we can sell these services that we're doing. You know, we were giving them to our artists for, for free, for real, because it was like, you know, they're our artists. Yeah. <coughs> but, I mean, there's ways to make money from them. This is, you know, a different service. I mean, everybody needs a studio. So that so that's the thing. So I was like, okay, cool. We might as well just, you know, create an agency, Sovereign Sounds. And that's where Sovereign Sounds came from. Uh, and then Captain was recording. We went, they was recording in, in like, lockdown. Shout out my boy Larry. Larry Goodwin, he went to Morehouse, too. Lockdown. So Producer beats on lockdown. Engineer. Yeah, beats on lockdown. Hey, hey, look into the camera for me and tell them come on the show. Lockdown, I'm gonna I'm set y'all up. So right, lockdown, sure. make sure you come check out the podcast. Jump on, my boy's tough. Like so, it's three of them. So it's lockdown, KY, and then Al. They three brothers, but tough ass producers, tough engineers, and X Y Z. So they was recording in lockdown uncle studio. Then we went to to my partner Trio Crib. Shout out Trio. He signed with AE. He's a producer too, producer engineer. Shout out to um, the 30, Trio. Uh, so then niggas was recording at Trio Crib in his studio. He had a little room studio in a closet. And then niggas went to Morehouse and started recording and Purdue. This was like Josh's sophomore Shout year. Shout out to Dirty Dude, Purdukistan, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so it was Stan and Purdue, started recording in Purdue. And then that summer, niggas needed somewhere to go. And I'm like, shit, niggas can just record at the crib. So at this point, the garage was still a garage. Um, X, and y, then Z. it became the sovereign basement. Yeah, and then <laughs> niggas at that point just said fuck it and, and ran with it and built the studio, built the production office, redid the flooring, like did the other side. Put yeah, y'all niggas turn. went crazy, man. Yeah, so it, the, uh, it just started growing for real and, and becoming more authentic um, and natural. And I think we just really began to like leverage who we were in the relationships. And we just, people coming to the studio, we meet a lot of motherfucking people. Um, for real, for real, like so many folks, and then really the team really started to you know be formed in, in X Y Z, um, and really started to to bring people on a team that kind of really helped us grow, like grow and like pushed us, like and we excel like extremely fast for real. Um, I mean, y'all guys then came <laughs> far, man. Shout, shout out everybody y'all got on the on the management team, the label, the. The Sovereign Sounds team. Shout out Law the Outlaw. Shout out Kyle Hobson. Kyle the Jukebox. Shout out Turbo C Rob. Shout out everybody. Yeah, it's, and them it's guys. Crazy. The, the, the pieces came together, and like I said, it you know, um, the pieces kind of came together like naturally, for real, for real. Like uh, me and Law had sat down, we rapped or whatever. We started doing a little work, and then it just became to like continuously like grow. Um, then C Rob and them came on, and, and we just really started to like build different shit. And try out different stuff, and, and, and the goal was really to be a one-stop shop for, like, independent creators. Um, that's oh, and shout out the process. Shout out to, hey, we about to drop some fire-ass, like, videos from these performances. Like, all-female lineup, bro. I'm telling y'all, y'all don't want to miss this. The thing. process went crazy, mm-hmm. and the people there was amazing, bro. bro. Like You might see some of them on the show. You feel me? I got real. a couple follows back. I got a couple DM chains going. So, you know, you know if y'all watching this shit... Y'all DM coming. Need that. So, 
just started to, to add people and it just became to like really grow. And we've had some some like bumps along the way for sure. Like we've learned a lot of lessons, spent a lot of bread, um, and things like that. But I think it's it's really we just now getting to the point of like really laying a solid foundation to really build something on top of uh just in terms of like people, just in terms of services brand, brand recognition and stuff like that. And so really just continuing to push that, continuing to push the whole idea of like what Sovereign is, what Sovereign does, you know, and, and allowing God to really navigate that space for me um, and really guide my path and footsteps and making sure that's one of the things that I'm, I'm really pushing myself to do uh, continuously moving forward is making sure that I take everything, you know, to God and prayer first before I just start making you know, big decisions and things like that and, and really allowing God to be at the front front of my business and at the forefront of my life rather than me trying to, like, you know, keep the reins because, <clears throat> bro, everything, like, really just happened because of God and, and naturally. Like, it was, like, those things that really came together. So even building the studio, you know, um, my mom actually helped me pay for the studio when I first got it done. Mind you, my mom was like a sing single parent, right? My mom was them living in poverty for real. Um, I was making more money than my mom in like 19 type shit, you know. Um, so my mama had bread to like really get me to that point, and like she ended up giving me some cash. Mind you, I ain't never asked my mom for no money. I'm typically the one giving her some money, you know, type shit. And she had like, she gave me like $2,500. And I'm like, where the fuck you got $2,500 from, right? Not even my first question or thing, not even thank you. It was like, damn, where you get $2,500 from? Because that's not normal, you know. Uh, and it's like, you know, God making things happen at the right time through people and, and resources that, you know, wasn't necessarily what I thought or projected, but it just happened. So I'm just, you know, continuing to keep the eye first and all of it will kind of watch it grow naturally for real. So. Yeah, man, that's amazing. So before we get out of here, I got to ask you. Got any artists you want to plug? Any pro any projects dropping? Any videos oh. dropping? Anything like that? Well, we got so much shit that we was working on. But make sure y'all check out Yael Golden. Um, you can follow on Instagram at Yael Y A I E L L E Golden, like G O L D N underscore music. Tough artist. Uh, she's a producer, singer, songwriter. Um, dropped the EP called PS. Then came summer. Um, and then also dropped the deluxe version, but. Bro, she's in our bag. Yael, come on the show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's tough, bro. She's been writing music since she was. We put out her first project at 15, like solid as hell. Like she's 18 now, so you, of course the the growth has been there. Make sure y'all check out TK Malone too. T dot K dot TK Malone interview everywhere, everywhere. Make sure y'all go watch that. He dropped a new project, you know, called The Pilot. Uh, the super pilot, dope. Five songs of fire. Nigga was talking this shit. Mississippi boy, you feel me? And he can rap for real. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and then my boy Cap. About to get back in the studio and do the show. Yeah, shout out Cap Finesse. Yeah, uh, you still got, is, is the pain child signed to y'all? Nah, he not. Uh, that's my that's my boy, though. That's like my partner. So he started with Cap damn near too, for real. Oh, so yeah. So shout, shout out Cap. Shout out. The first thing I ever heard Josh drop, well, I'm sorry, Cap Finesse drop was Cap Lydon with Osama Brent Lydon, now the pain child. That's got some beats by lockdown on that bitch. Go Ooh, go listen to that. That tape is hard. Like, bro, I look back and be like, damn, nigga. I was listening to so Cap Lighting today in the right. car. Because uh, right now I'm doing uh, Instacart and uh, Bellhop. So I was listening to this shit earlier. 
I'm telling you, bro, like, from, from everything in this shit, it's just up and away, rock star, cap lot, just the, the lead single cap lot, all that shit was hard. Hey, niggas grew a lot, and the niggas that came along when I look back, you know, because at the time, niggas don't take that moment to reflect and be like, you know, where have we come, but niggas really have come a long way. I'm proud of them boys, for real, for real. Like, it's only a matter of time before they really get to that point to where it's a household name, like, or one of them are a household name, household staple type of thing. So, just taking it, you know, day by day, still working, you know, full time too. Oh, you working full time? Yeah, I work at IBM. So I've been working at IBM since I graduated grad school. Uh, I'm a data scientist. Um, Shout out IBM. Shout out the guys. You know, so shit. It's we just grind. Bill payers. You feel me? Hey. They do more than pay the bills. Goddamn. You work. Yeah. You work from home, or you? Yeah, you I've, in I've office? been working from home for like two years now. So it's been clutch for real. So it, it's allowed me to like really build a business while also still work. It's given me that freedom to like really grow and expand. And they they definitely pay the bills. They pay the bills. Like, hey, we not gonna get it. We gonna we not go pocket watch. You know, just no more house and you paying set a nigga up. You know, y'all boys. It made it made it made a nigga from you know eighteen living in Buckhead to you know I was making six figures at twenty four. Oh god, six figures at twenty four, and now the nigga deal. you know like, and it was it's crazy because it's like damn like niggas real deals like did that you know like niggas grew up in the projects, bro. Like, well, my I'm mom, telling you, I'll never, I'll never, I talk shit about Morehouse, but I talk shit because I went there and I got the blessings from there. If it wasn't for it's niggas, I know in Morehouse, you graduate with a bachelor's degree making 90, 100,000. Like, niggas. Well, niggas are getting that bread. Like, and then we the lead, we the leading school for black male doctors in the country. You feel me? Like, niggas, if anybody want to go to Morehouse, go to Morehouse, bro. Like, know what you want to do when you get to that bitch, but also be open to the possibilities. This nigga never thought he was going to be a math major that ended up. Like, who you know working at IBM and fucking got, got a studio in the basement? Like, Nigga, that's the duality of Morehouse. That's the shit I love. That's the shit I'm just like, these niggas different, bro. Like this, I told this nigga off camera, I'm going to say this shit on camera. This nigga really wanted the niggas making a blueprint for like the next age of Morehouse. Because a lot of niggas know Morehouse because that's the school MLK went to. Whenever I talk to an old head or I talk to somebody that don't, didn't go to HBCU, didn't go to college, and I tell them I went to Morehouse, they was like, oh, that's school um, Martin went to type shit. And I'm just like, yeah, that's school Martin went to, but we also got PJ Morton. We also got niggas like DB. We also got niggas in fucking at Google. We got niggas at Pixar. We got niggas across the country doing different shit, across the world doing different shit. So, like, if you want to go to Morehouse, go to Morehouse. Be open to the experiences. Nigga, you can go to 17, you can go to 17 countries in four years. You can throw, you can throw, par, you can throw parties, but you can also graduate and go to the University of Pennsylvania. Like, nigga, it's different over here. Different. Shit different over here. That, I mean, I really don't know what else we need to say, bro. I'm gonna let DB, you know, take us out of here, and then you know we gonna, you know how we end. But I'm gonna let DB talk a little bit, and we gonna wrap it up. You feel me, man? I ain't really got much to say, man. If y'all wanna follow me, make sure y'all go follow me on Instagram at dbe. That's t h e e dot dbe. Again, dbe. That's t h e e dot dbe. 
And make sure y'all check out Sovereign Sounds at the Sovereign Sounds. Make sure y'all follow us on YouTube. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe. Oh, them boys button. just hit a thousand subscribers. You already going know. nuts. One K, one K in, but it's like shit. It's only the beginning. So make sure y'all come check us out. We got that Tokyo Vanity interview. We got interviews with everybody and your mama. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out the, wait, wait, who y'all, I mean, y'all got a lot of niggas, man. Shout out Tokyo Vanity, shout out One Young Big Homie, shout out Big Homie Tiny, shout out. Hey, make sure y'all go check out, man, some some tough ass artists for real, for real, like, we done got some folks that done came through that motherfucker, so make sure if y'all want to come check us out, make sure y'all hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, not only on the Cyber Sounds channel, but make sure y'all hit that like button and subscribe button on this channel, too. Got to keep tuning in, man. It's only one episode. It's a thousand of them motherfuckers. Make sure y'all go check out the other content, man. That's it for me. Oh, God, bro. So, as we go out on 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 the hood CEO, on the nigga, the nigga with the sovereign basement and the shit, I want y'all to make sure y'all go to the website, cop some merch off his shit. They got on, shirts. Man. They got bags. They got whatever the fuck you... They got packages for your artists. So, nigga, if you trying to be that nigga, if... You see the, the you see the niggas they working with. You think they can't lock you in? You got it fucked up over here. Come on, man. Go tap in with them niggas. They will get you right. They got packages of all kinds, different prices, nigga. So go check that website out. And I need y'all boys to run them niggas up, bro. And go watch the interviews of everybody at Sovereign Sounds. We got everybody out. I mean, I got Kyle Hops. I got Turbo C. Robin. I got Law the Outlaw. And now I got the one, the only DB. And as we go out, I want to take this nigga out on a... Clap. Shout out to the guys. Y'all be safe. Y'all be blessed. Drink your water.